Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Live, I believe, from South Carolina. She may be in Washington, D.C. today. Is my friend Nancy Mace. Nancy, uh, Nancy, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Sid. Good morning. And first of all, I just, I am heartbroken over what's happening in Israel. My staff and I have been working overtime. We have had constituents that were stuck there that were sheltering in place as bombs were being um, sent from Hamas and Gaza over into Israel. And I just want to pray for everybody who's been affected, the entire nation has watched this thing unfold, and it's chilling, it is vile, it is evil, and we need to wipe these terrorists off the face of the map and be done with this. And this is all said and done. Well, no, I agree. In fact, uh, your friend in South Carolina, Nikki Haley, used the words, finish them, on Fox News yep. a couple of days ago, which I thought uh, was great. And I know that uh, uh, Charleston, maybe not all Charleston, but certainly Myrtle Beach, Hilton Head, those areas in South Carolina – where you are, there's, there's a lot of Jews there, a lot of Jews. We have, we have a lot of Jews in Charleston, too, and we've been working with people to get them out of Tel Aviv and out of other towns and locations where they are in Israel, and they're scared, and their families are scared, and it is, it is devastating, and we don't know how many Americans have been held hostage either at this point. I mean, it's just, I, I cannot believe that this happened, and I, I think the rest of us are just disgusted the 40 babies and children, I mean, yesterday, I, I can't watch how vile and evil these people are. They are not human. It is it is disgusting. What do you think of our president yesterday? I thought it was a stale, pathetic speech. I mean, I spoke to a lady in Israel this morning in Jerusalem who said the Israeli people were very happy and appreciative that Biden was with them. I said, Calvin, slow down. Who wouldn't be with them? That was the easy part. The real leader steps up, and after he obviously sympathizes with what the Israeli people went through, he lays down the law, and not by using the word don't, which, by the way, is two words, not one word. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to go out there, and whether it's Iran or Lebanon, which you didn't mention either one of those, by the way, we're going to kill all these mm-hmm. people, whatever. There was none of that. It was, it was, I hate to say it, it was a wussy speech. What did you think? Oh, absolutely. It was a wussy speech. And by the way, where is the State Department on evacuating Americans? I, we're trying to we, we're getting cars and transportation for our people to get them out of there. Where are the flights to get Americans out of there? Where is that coordination? There's none of it there. You know, and, and, and so it's to see that and then to not even be able to acknowledge that taxpayer dollars may have actually funded this through Palestinian aid over the last couple of years, through the $6 billion that Iran was gifted on 9-11, because we talked about that. And, you know, to see that happen and not acknowledge that they might be complicit in this and they are unwilling to have a plan together to rescue and evacuate Americans out of Israel? Are you effing kidding me? And I just... I am beside myself, and the other thing I want to say is, you know, this speaker fight, we've got to have this debate today and get this vote over, and I hope it's a very productive day for the GOP, but we already have $3.3 billion that Israel could have today that was designated in the 2021 NDAA. They don't, we don't need any congressional action. It's the beginning of the fiscal year. 
the United States could hand over those resources right away. The other thing that the United States could do is get the State Department Office AWS and help with people who are trying to export aid and resources like Kevlar, like helmets, like vests, um, aid over there to help their brothers and sisters in arms fight the terrorism that has invaded Israel. They're not doing that either. And I'm dealing with this on a daily basis, 24 hours a day right now, trying to get people out of there and trying to figure out how the hell we can get export permits expedited because it takes like a month. Israel doesn't have a month. They need this stuff now. And there's no leadership in the State Department. There's no leadership coming out of the White House. And this would not have happened under the former president's what? watch if he were president. Oh, my oh. God. What has happened to you? What, you're saying nice things about Donald Trump without me bringing him up first? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Taliban didn't have American weapons when he was president. Nope. Russia wasn't invading Ukraine. Nope. I mean, none of this was going on. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you said that. You know, I, I listen, okay. listen, I'm glad you said that because I, I keep trying to convince my family that my brother-in-law, Democrat, other people, that uh, you got to stop. You, you, you got to, you know, the, all these things that are happening now just were not happening two and a half years ago. And whatever the, the motivation was, whatever Donald Trump did, it worked. The world is a mess. And I have to tell you one more thing. We'll move on to the, the speaker race. I don't really believe that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Sullivan, Kirby, I don't really believe they have any plan, any plan whatsoever to aid Israel in getting those hostages because some of them are, in fact, Americans. Yeah, they are. some of them are Americans. We don't know the exact number yet. But I, I am beside myself at the lack of leadership at, at the State Department to even evacuate people from safer areas. Get, I mean, where are they coordinating any of this evacuation? They're nowhere to be found. Well, let's get Biden, to... Anthony Blinken, they're nowhere to be found oh, in this. Oh, Blinken's a complete And, I, and I see this. I'm seeing this every day right now because we're dealing with it in our office. We're dealing with the families that have families stuck there. We're dealing with constituents that are trying to evacuate. They are scared to death. They're sheltering in place. Bombs are going off. Missiles are being... Are, are targeting Israel, and they are scared to death. And it gives me chills to think that our State Department has no plan. No plan. Uh, let's get to this uh, this race, because I know you've taken a lot of fire for... Uh, My fair share of heat. <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, you you uh, were one of the eight that uh, ousted McCarthy. And again, that's water under the bridge. I'm on record. I told you straight up. I thought it was unfair. I thought he did a good job. I don't get it. But you had your own reason. So did Matt Gates. That's fine. But I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they said, you know what's the, the saddest part maybe of this whole two weeks of chaos is that if anybody really believes, he's a Republican, if anybody really believes that there's going to be this huge difference when and if Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise takes over, they're kidding themselves. What do you think about that? Well, from my perspective, the new speaker, the next speaker, all I want is someone who's going to be honest, tell the truth, and keep their word. Because when you are dealing with a very deeply divided Congress, House and Senate and White House, all of those things, we can't have a leader that promises that promises everything to everyone every time because that's that's just a lie. You can't do that. You can't tell conservatives one thing and Republicans establishment, moderates another, Democrats something else. You're never going to get anything done if you're not honest with people. And, you know, when we get the next speaker, I'm not going to agree with them on every issue. I don't toe the party line. I step out of line quite a bit when I feel it's the right thing to do. 
And I know that, but all I want to know is that the next guy is going to at least tell me the truth. And I know what the chessboard looks like. We can see the chess pieces, and we all agree where the chess pieces are so that we can make our next move. Because if we have a guy that's playing checkers and not chess and is not being honest with Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, et cetera, then it's going to continue to be a disaster. All I want is an honest man. That's it. You know, my beautiful wife, Danielle, checks in. Ava's mom, you love Ava. She says, uh, Uh Charleston has one of the oldest temples. She said, ask Nancy. We'll get back to the race uh, uh, here in a moment. She said, ask Nancy about the Palestinian flag from Talib hanging inside, outside of her door in Congress. So answer that before we get back to the speaker race. It was still hanging there two days ago, the Palestinian flag, still hanging there. And they cannot acknowledge, you know, the squad. They cannot acknowledge what Hamas has done and the need for us to no longer aid these people, these terrorists. And it's disgusting. And I went to bed last night horrified. I was looking at a Black Lives Matter Chicago image where they're boasting about their support for Palestinians. um, And it was a parachute glider. And it was the Palestinian flag. And what those parachute gliders did, they are terrorists. They murdered women and children. They beheaded babies. And these people are being celebrated in Congress and on the streets of our country? I don't think so. Getting back to the speaker race, thank you for that. Getting back to the speaker race for a second. You know, in practical terms, might be because, let's be honest, you and I have these great conversations and I bring on all these very smart people like you but the truth is about 1% of America has any idea. You know, they're, they're still caught up in Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian and if their football team is going to win this weekend. So practical terms, Nancy Mace, what does the new speaker mean to the average guy in Charleston, in Brooklyn, listening right now? How does that person's life get better? Well, I hope it'll mean we'll be more productive, that we will work together to get legislation passed, to get it through the Senate, to the White House.